there's story after story after story after story of people climbing the Mount Everest of human achievement and taking their own lives afterwards and stuff. And you're just like, okay, how can that be? How can that be? How can that be? I mean, it must mean that doesn't satisfy. It must mean something else must because there, we all have this desire to worship in some way or whatever. It's like, if you were in my belief and in my experience, if you remove God from the equation, things become worshiped and to be worshiped. And, uh, I am the same way. It's like, I, I need that. I need that. Why do you need that? Like, because I'm not in my rightful place within the world. I've, I've put myself in a new place, um, where I am, I am number one. It's like, I don't remember what the quote is, but I'm going to butcher it. But somebody said the reason why when a man walks through the woods, animals shriek in terror at, a, at the existence is because they're encountering a being that isn't right with its maker. That is wild. Oh, gosh. Like, we started doing screen grabs for, for thumbnails. So we yeah. got to record now. And uh, you, you, we have to like get... Uh, is it recording now? Yeah. Okay, so we have to get like... We're doing like photos. <laughs> it sounds weird. But we're doing like photos for the for the thumbnail video because we're trying to gain people for the. Uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. I know. <laughs> Explain it, it, so feels, bad, it feels dude. dumb. It feels dumb. <laughs> but we need you to like. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like like an interesting fit. Like you're t- you're making a point. Like you're in the middle of saying something and you're like making a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just. No, I don't want so you, you know. to do it. I just want you to just. I'm making a point now. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. It's happening now. You can scream. Oh it. shoot! Okay, but can we get a more like, um, you know what? Let's experiment with this. I like this. Yeah. No, we need one. We need. A good yeah. One. So we need you to make a point, right? Go. Now let's see that little. point, man. You ready? Yeah. I like the hand thing. It, this is the point that I wanted to make. Okay. So can you put you your hands up a little this. more? Because I can't see the 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 like. The finance bro triangle. All right. So. <laughs> see, now I don't know. Now you're just I can't laughing. do this, dude. I can't do this. I can't. Dude, I can't do it anymore. Dude, I can't do it anymore. I can't. You're messing with me. I'm so sorry, huh? <laughs> This was Dave's idea. I just had to try. This is Dave's idea. I just had to try. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 256. Guys, welcome back. Welcome you are here at Podcast. Oh, <laughs> man. We got him, dude. <laughs> How do we go? Dude, we got our favorite guest. Oh, man. Ever. And he's back. That was dirty, dude. And he's <laughs> That was really dirty. That was really dirty. But we're friends here, man. Adam, oh, no. Adam, how do you feel, man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we never pranked. That was just a little that was a little fun prank. No, you know why Dave wanted to do that? Because we, we <sighs> he watched back on a lot of the podcasts we <sighs> did together. And we've had so many laughs. We've had laugh after laugh. A lot of laughs. That's <laughs> true. So it was it was kind of like a little throwback. I had to go to, that, that to feeling, to get you, you know? time, bro. Um I'm good. Dude, <laughs> welcome back. We we don't have to use all that. I just thought it would be funny. Um, 
Guys, we are on. Uh, what do we? What do we got to shout out? AnytimeActorsLive.com, <laughs> oh official partner of the Your Podcast, dude. Um, you're looking at the teacher today. He's here. He's here to talk more about it. It's the best acting school you can find right now. We, me and Mikey, put our word on that. Hundred um, percent. It's in the Dallas Fort Worth area. There is classes that are about to enroll. If you want to get involved, do it now. AnytimeActorsLive.com. And if not, if you're far away. You may be able to sneak in a one-on-one coaching class Boom. with Adam Lauder, a Boom. teaching class. So reach out. There's still, Adam, is there still slots available? Are people allowed to do this? Right now, there are. And you get free consultations, I heard. Yeah, free 30-minute consultation. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anytimeactorslab.com and follow the TikTok, too. You can get. You can just get knowledge, just teaching like immediately come on which is awesome dude it's christmas man yeah now's dude. the time get it for a friend get it for your dude, your, your kid your your mom your dad whoever's excited you're listening about acting. you're thinking about new year's resolutions come on. and if acting's part of anything like that yes man dude this is where you start it's your time this is your year 2024 100%. is your year get involved get started learn how to act yeah you've been watching it you've been interested in it you don't know how to do it we got a place for you anytime after boom um shout out to the patrons patreon.com slash your podcast thank you mike Dude, we are going to be putting stuff up there. I'm yeah, editing some something right now. Got to edit around a lot of things because uh, there's there's some problems. You know, we're I trying to figure up. out we're trying to figure out the visual. And, you I know, we're, we're putting stuff up, but something's going up there real quick. I'll have something on the screen maybe for this podcast. But go on Patreon.com/slash/YourPodcast. Sign up if you want to support us. Um, and we're also on Twitch, live streaming, gaming, talking, That's right. having fun, guests. It's a good time. Us after the podcast. Go to twitch.tv slash you are here podcast. Click the follow button. You know when we go live. Boom. And we're back, man. I have to ask him a question. Do I? I don't know. I know, dude. I know Adam already. <laughs> no, I We're going to have gem on gem. I know. Okay. You got it. So. You got it. Tr- trust me. Adam, who are you voting for? No, no, no. Right let now. me. Hey, and we're going to pause and then we're blank this out. No, let's be real. Yep. Because I'm trying to be more honest. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. Don't say it. Don't say it. Um, no, my grandma used to say you keep that to yourself. That's for that's you not for to, that's though. not for the table. You keep that for yourself. Adam, how you feel, man? On a real note, how are you feeling, dude? Going to the end of twenty twenty three. It's been a crazy year, man. How do you feel, dude? Um, thank you so much, by the way, for the intro and always talking so positively about the school and all that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, really. That was very funny. Um. And and helpful. Um, I feel uh, I feel extremely grateful, to be honest. Um, now I was on the way to an editing session last night, and I hit some crazy traffic, and I may have had some choice words for the passengers <laughs> oh, no. and the drivers on the that I shared the road with. Oh. Um, like it was a problem when I was, <laughs> oh. I was responding. So much so that I laughed out loud. No one's in the car. It's just me. <laughs> and immediately started praying and was like, I have no right at all to react that way. And and I have so much to be grateful for. It's mm. wild. Come so on. since that moment, things have switched. Dude, I had this moment where I just started praying. This is God, not me. Like, what if John needs the extra time to not have your stupid mm. self up in his apartment? Like, have you thought of that? Mm. And I was like, no, no. 
I just want to get there. We need, we have deadlines. We have things. <laughs> and no. uh, sure enough, John got me. He retrieved me from his apartment building. He was like, mm. yeah, I've just been cleaning. It's been a crazy day. Like, I was just cleaning oh, for the last Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Now, look. So, anyway, up. I'm actually feeling grateful uh, right now. Beautiful. But hold up. Now, there's no excuse when someone's just, you know, sideways in the street, right? There's no excuse. There's no excuse. So, what happens there? How do you, you know? justify I want to ask you, Adam. Well, let me pose a scenario that happened to me recently. I don't know if you listened to the last podcast or but the one before that, but I had a story he listens, about... He listens to them all. You listen to them all, right? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So, I met, I met a guy in the bank and let's just say he was weird, definitely a crazy character and he accused me of cutting him in line. And he was skittish. He was wild, right? And I'm like, you know what? My first instinct, immediately, I was like, go ahead, sir. Like, go ahead in front of me, you know? And then I look at him and like, he's in front of me and I see him taking off his jacket and he has like five phones and five knives in his pockets. Like, and he's moving them all around. Now, if someone's like, are you one to, like, if that guy said, you cut me in line, buddy. Like, and you're a turning. Like, what, what is, what do you do as Adam? Because I know what Dave does. Dave goes red. Dave might, Dave might have been in jail or killed. Or dead. Yeah. So what does Adam do? Ooh. I think Adam's cut from the same I cloth. I, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm proud of how I react <laughs> yeah, in moments yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, mm. I, think, I think immediately it's, it's uh, like emotional because it's like, if I didn't, <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah. But when I turn around and I see that the guy's not right, yeah. Let's say like you had the instinct of like, ooh, ooh, something's off. I'm like you. I'm like deferring. Yeah. No, all, all good. Because I, one time I was, uh, I was working as a salesman and uh, it was actually September 11th uh, anniversary. This was like 2013, 14 something. And I had a little table set up down in Tribeca. And mm-hmm. uh, this guy was telling me a story about what happened to him on 9-11. And he was, he was, telling me a story. It was a really wild story. And there was a person that came to the table and was like yelling and being crazy. And they left and I was like, dude, sorry about that. People are insane. Like I deal with this all day, you know, whatever. And he said, you know, we don't all have the luxury of uh, living with the benefit of a sound mind. Oh, I remember being like, Oh, I guess I feel bad for like saying that. And he wasn't saying it in a way that was like, you're a jerk. Like, stop. Yeah. He was just, yeah. he just had a cool perspective on it. So I think one, it's kind of self-preservation. If someone's wild, like, and they, you know, they're unpredictable and, and you know, you didn't cut them and they're just being kind of like crazy. I'm not trying to go to jail. I'm not trying to get hurt or something as innocuous and stupid as, yeah, I did. I didn't cut you. I'm in my, I'm in my spot. Now, if you're normal, like I can feel that you have sound mind and you're, <laughs> Nah, nah, you're tripping. Yeah. When, you're, when, you're tripping today. When, and I'm trying to balance like potential oh, yeah. students who want to learn from you and then like <laughs> also like, you know, like also like just be real as fuck about no, they, our no, past. My students know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the best acting teacher you can get anyway. But he, and he's a man. He's a real man. Um, when we were, when we were in Vermont, me and Adam. Our wives got like cat called from a balcony. Ooh. Your boy saw red. Ooh. And Adam was right there the whole time with me. Yeah. There was no like hesitation. 
Oh, there's nothing better than a, a, they were like of someone sound. else being there they too. They were of sound mind. Oh, man. Yeah. And, they were, for sure, maybe a little bit influenced by alcohol. Maybe, maybe, mm. maybe. Yeah, but not that's not an excuse for me, that one. That one, I don't I don't let that one go. <laughs> it's really the not. Alcohol yeah. It's really not. Yeah. Dude, there's that something interesting about what that guy said to you because that gives me... Brilliant. Because that is basically, it's almost like surrendering a little bit of your peace of mind mm. for the world, mm. right? Yeah. Is it worth doing it mm. or not? It's it's the better. Like it's, walking it's, around being a little bit like, damn, lenient for yeah the world. Mm-hmm. Sacrificing your yeah, like a little inner peace. Your wants, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, but I feel like if that happens too much in life, it could be bad. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like you get walked all over yeah. too. Yeah, and you don't have. There's definitely you know. times to like stand your ground. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. times to be honest and say no. That's not that's not the way things are going to work, and and that type of thing. But um, there's also yeah. I mean, every case is a little bit different. Um, but it's also just a principle of like spirituality to say, uh, I have a solution for the chaos in my brain mm-hmm. or in my life. And like some people don't. Some people don't have that personal relationship or belief or whatever. And for me, it's like, I have somewhere to go with that. Mm. And it's, and it's a piece that I wish I could just always have myself, but it's, it's not the way I I believe I was created or designed to live. So Mm -hmm. I'm not the one that's going to create peace around me. Like that's not Adam on his own produces chaos usually. So for me, it's, it's always like deferring to the one who's in charge and being like, probably not, Time for me to call the shots you know of course there are times when you do need to step up and like handle something but you kind of know like you knew in the bank like it's not worth it mm. this guy's a little unhinged mm. yeah. he's gonna let it go it's pretty wise thanks man i have a question for you bro what is Sorry. like like something that happened to you in the past that it may have felt like a failure or a step backwards but now in the few, now that you're in your present, when you look back on it, you're like, thank God this happened. Oh man. <laughs> there are there are, it feels like hundreds of, of memories that I could talk about. But the one that first came to mind, immediately came to mind, was making a living as an actor after I think it was five years or four, four and a half years or something, pursuing it professionally, having I've told the story a hundred times, but ha- but then having the moment on set, my like fourth job in a row where I was paid good, good money, mm-hmm. something that I really loved and felt crazy grateful for it. And then just not being able to do what the director wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And me being alone as he walked away and being like, I don't know how to act straight up. I don't know how to do it. And, um, it was kind of like the last straw before I was like, all right, go back to school. And, you know, I got final aid and scholarships for my school. So it wasn't as expensive as, as some people I was going to school with, but it was, it was money. I mean, it was money. I, I uprooted myself, went to New York from Texas and I'm going to go back. I spent two years in intense acting training. I'm going to go back. I was so jaded and angry at that point, And I was auditing classes with like the biggest chip on my shoulder so annoyed, so annoyed. Uh, and then I got to the playhouse and then it was like, wait, what am I watching? And then 
everything changed. It literally is like the dividing moment for me. It seemed like a gigantic step backward and it was the biggest leap forward. And there was no way for me to know that. Mm-hmm. There was just no way for me to know that. Um, and the other one that comes to mind, of course, is like getting reacquainted with God through like confession of my own mm-hmm. sins and stuff. Mm-hmm. That felt like major step back because I was like, I am nothing but terrible. And like, how, how do you rebuild from here? It's like, you, you can't, I mean, you're terrible, but obviously there's grace and there's forgiveness and um, God gave me that through his character. So then that was like a major, major overarching step forward. Of course, step right into where I'm meant to be in any given moment. But those are the two that popped into my mind. Um, and I try to tell actors that all the time. I'm like, it may feel like a big step backwards to say, how do I do this? But it could be the building block that is going to sustain your career, or at least your pursuit of the art form the rest of your life, you know, because what comes fast goes fast. Like, if you just want the quick fix, that's not going to work. But if you want to, you know, it's like what Jim said, it's like, you're going to do your career the way you do your training. Mm-hmm. It's like, yup, yup, straight up. So the, that, that felt like a ma- major step backwards, but it was, it was the complete opposite. Heck yeah, man. What's something you thought of? Something that felt like a setback years ago or a year ago or five months ago or something that just seemed like you were you were like, damn, how could this happen to me? And then it turns out to be something you needed desperately. You didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to, I don't know. I, I don't know right now. I think I have like some, the first thing I thought of was kind of, choosing to like the career kind of path mm-hmm. I have the way I'm I kind of chose like career over maybe like the creative in a way but I think it was and I did that for I don't know personal reasons mm-hmm. you know but I felt like I sort of was able to realize that like the, the, the decision I had I had a, a mind where you know, when you're trying to focus on creative and you kind of have this, you're like, oh, I'll do it after like I go to work or something, you know, like, but yeah. it's kind of like not really viable to really do that if you're trying to really focus on things. Totally. I think you have to really dive in, right? Yeah. But I felt like I was still able to, like the path I chose, I think ended up becoming pretty positive for my life, mm. you know? Mm. And I'm able to 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 kind of, I don't know, I think learn more about myself and maybe take time now or in the future to to maybe take that step, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being more prepared. Oh, yeah. You know. Definitely. Because it's easy to like if, I don't know, we always talk about like, you know, you can, you can literally live your whole life without like doing the thing you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time. Um, but it's kind of sad to think that, you know, maybe these like times were after the time we do have, we try to spend it on these things. Isn't really, it's not like worth something. Yes. I think it could be worth something. Yeah. You know, in a little way. Right. <clears throat> so it's maybe it's good to be, it made me realize it's better to, to, to really take in, you know, the time that even the little time you spend on something could be worthwhile, mm, you know, the smaller thing. Yeah. Yeah. In your passions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Wow. Dang, bro. Because I can't imagine life without it, kind of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, like, did you ever think of yourself ever teaching, like, in the past? Like, how could you ever think of that? 
You were so focused, I feel like, on acting. I, I never even had the thought. Well, you know, Jim asked me to teach before I left the program. Right. I mean, before mm-hmm. I was done with the program. So I think I was 26 at the time. And I just remember wow. thinking, I'm young. No one's going to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm 10 years older than you. Like, I'm not that old. You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, you're, you're not old at all. He was like, I said, but for teaching, like most teachers are super young. I mean, super old. And he was like, if the teaching is good, they'll come back. That's it. Mm. He's like, you naturally share what works for you. Like you can't not do that. And I was like, it's, it's true. I do that with like, you know, mm. even my brother He's like, I don't care. I do not care. And I'm like, let me just, let me just one, just let me, he's like, ah, dude, I don't want to act. Um, I was, I was teaching Kurt on the camping trip. Literally. We did wow. Wow. Like, Shout out Kurt. Um, I can't not do it. You know, so I think there was definitely a natural inclination to share what worked for me. Yeah. Uh, and then I never got a chance to teach. School ended before I was able to do that. So it was always on my mind or in the mm. back of my mind because I was like, dang, that would have been sick. Because I got super, I got immediately obsessed um, with just trying to understand it more. And, mm. and then when we did the collective, when we had the weekly rehearsals, I started getting really interested in why How everybody fun was, was doing the collective, man. It was the best. It was the best. Dude, how much fun was that? For context, like we just, Katie and I, one day, I was reading Harold Clarman's Collected Works. It's like a book this big. It's like ridiculous. He's just like theater criticism, theory on dramas, and all this crazy stuff. And uh, I read this one thing, and it was talking about starting a theater. And I was like, Katie, you got to start theater, man. You know? She was like, oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to go to bed or whatever. And, uh, I was like, we got to do something. We got, we got, we got actors out here. We got writers. I mean, we got the playoffs was done. So I was like, what are we going to do? And we were supposed to have, you know, the lab. So it would be like a gym. You could come through and like, it was free. You could just come through and work on your stuff. And anyway, we came up with the collective, a weekly rehearsal where we started with like a group of 16 or whatever. And then it was like, invite whoever you want. So we met every Monday. It was donation based. We met at Shetler's studios, rest in peace. And we, uh, we did, we did all types of work. We did exercises, we did scenes, we did plays, we did, we wrote, like people wrote stuff, we did table reads, whatever. And, um, I just got super interested in like, why are people doing repetition differently? Mm. Everybody was taught the same way. Yes. Yes. I remember Philly would come through and they would teach, they would, they would do repetition one way. Brooklyn would do it another way. And then other people would do it in totally different way. This is me reading behavior. Is there a weird sound happening? No, Teddy's just barking. Teddy's just Keep barking, going, bro. You know? I'm sorry. Oh, I got being it. a nuisance. Um, again, like I can't, I can't hear anything <laughs> except y'all's voices. It's wild. Um, but, but yeah. So, so that always fascinated me. I, I, I remember this, this thing when I was uh, really young. So my mom and I would watch all my children. Oh wow! Like, in every episode, I think it was on every day. Pretty sure. All my children. I watched it every day. Is that the soap? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I watched it every day. And I remember being really young, never acted, never took an acting class, nothing. And like, I can remember studying the performances and trying to understand how literally, literally like, I think I was like seven. I remember, I remember this recently. I remember thinking, there's like, I started to see on a plane, like I trained my brain to see things on a different plane. Like I saw it 
from the perspective of the actor. And then I saw it from the perspective of the audience. And I kept like swapping lenses and like being like, what's the actor feel? And what do they, what do they see? And then what, what else? And I, and I, the best <laughs> actors, there was like very minimal difference. Like it's the same. And I remember I'm seven or whatever. I'm like trying to theorize why do some of them, why are some of them good? Why are some of them not? And so it was starting at an early age to be like, how do you crack the code on that? That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting, which I think is my natural proclivity is I want to know stuff and I want to learn stuff and I want to get good at something. Like that's just my thing. So anything new, I'm always like, Ooh, ooh I want to get better. Cause I suck right now at the, at the beginning. Um, so then I would try to kind of theorize and, and then share that with people and whatever, whether it's about basketball, acting, whatever. Um, so I was definitely doing that already. And, and, uh, my adulthood before I got to playhouse, but then Jim just kind of like kickstarted it. And I was just like, and then I've read the Meisner book and there are moments when Sandy's talking to, you know, uh, his like administrator or whatever. And he's like, so-and-so would be a really good teacher. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, why? Mm-hmm. He's like, because he's really good at simplifying what I say and repeating it back in his own words. That makes sense. And so we'll watch out for that. And I think Sandy, you know, he trained a lot of people to teach, and I think he was always looking for that. So Jim has that thing too, where he's like, can you, you know, there's another thing in the book where it's like uh, a lot of actors, uh, a lot of teachers, you know, try to teach, but very few teachers see. Mm. And that's the thing that I always had before I taught, before I acted, before anything. I was like, I can tell when you're fake or, or in your head or whatever. So that having so many hours of that, has really, really helped to instinctively be able to guide someone when they're in like a very nuanced, particular, personal predicament as an actor. So it's always, every person in front of me is a totally different problem to solve or at least help to guide them into a certain solution. And that's like, all those years have helped me go and like compute and go, here's your, here's your main issue. And then Jim told me this too when I started teaching in 2021. He was like, you're going to start to realize there's a hierarchy of what to say. If you only have a limited amount of time with each actor, you're going to, your instinct is now going to be the most important foundational principle to solve will rise to the top. And you'll start to go, don't worry about all that. Focus on this. He's like, it's not the only thing you could say, but it's the thing you could say in that moment that will help them the most. And he's like, that's teaching. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And now I feel like I put that many hours in where I'm like, I do this in my sleep. I can do it in my sleep. But I've been, but I've been doing it. Yeah. It's not new. I've been, I've been doing it. I've pause a movie and go, here's why that doesn't work. My whole life. My whole life. And then when you really get into breaking it down and then starting to try to master it, oh my gosh. It's like it's like listening to the, the Mannings on a broadcast. You know what I mean? Oh, you're like, yeah. what are they saying? What are they saying? This is <laughs> What did you just say? <laughs> it just talks so over my head. I'm like bugging right now, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I could watch that all day because it just a sponge, you know? You're just like, mm. huh? It's so fascinating. But anyway, I had, I had it kind of for a long time, but practically speaking, it wasn't until someone else said, hey, do this. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, could I? And then I took a break, obviously. I didn't teach at all. And then that's when the pandemic hit and Katie was like, just make video. Just make a Skillshare something. You got to get this out. I was like trying to teach my dad how to act. And he was like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> or whatever, you know, anyone that would listen. It's nice now having someone in front of you that's like, I really want to learn. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, you actually really care about that. Oof. Dude, you, you know what's kind of funny, man? What? I feel like... I feel like it's always someone... I feel like we don't listen enough. I was just going to say that. Like, people say something like... Yeah, I was just going to say that. Damn, dude. It's always someone tells you, you you're you good at this. Yeah. Or you, oh, you should do that. Like, I could see you doing it. Isn't that interesting? And we never take it it's a great it's a great but, like example and eventually you come back to it somehow yeah well i mean he, you know it was like you're just saying adam like your whole life you were kind of gearing up without even knowing it yeah. to share that information you were gathering and then it took another person to say do it yeah for you to do it you weren't gonna do it like who knows you might have you might not have but like yeah, yeah it's just interesting that another i think person no, but i think eventually along. it was Adam kind of just made the decision to kind of start doing it, right? For sure. I mean, definitely. But it's funny, though, because it's like for you, it's like now you're starting a voice acting thing, right? Right. And I'm, I've am i worked a few, right, at the cat. Everyone always told you, you, had a great, you have a great voice for something, for doing this, right. for that. And it's like In now you're doing a voice acting other. thing. Yeah, but it, again, it's exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. It's just then, weird. Yeah. And then for me, too, like I, I, I realized I'm like. In college, my uh, I, had, I like TA'd. I like yeah. taught Pro Tools and mm-hmm. audio editing and now i'm doing a podcast yeah doing like audio editing yeah. it's like what the heck man? <laughs> but it takes so long to yeah. do it yeah like to get to that yeah point. maybe we could just listen a little more yeah listen, listen someone to... actually compliment like out of nowhere it's usually out of nowhere totally you know but it's always like the thing we brush off the most yes you know yeah i don't know it's very interesting yeah and that's the clip. it is really helpful <laughs> that's the clip it is really helpful when, when someone sees that and then they say something about yeah. it is super helpful. But there's also like, uh, I'm not going to, I don't know the exact quote, but there's a sissy basic quote that I share with my students, but it's basically like, um, we all have like an inner voice and it's like, it's kind of the artist human beings job to like really, really tune your ear to that inner voice. Mm. And, and I would say like, it's kind of the voice of your instinct speaking up or you know, it could be, it could be the voice of an entity, like an evil or a good entity or whatever. Either way, like there, there's definitely something in us that's like calling um, and, and saying you should do this. A lot of times for me, I would, any sort of altruistic, good <laughs> nature voice for so many years was, drowned out by my own self-seeking nature and uh so that that voice didn't speak like jim being like you should teach like i'm sure the first thought was like i'm next up dog (laughs) it's me man you're teaching (laughs) what what what, taught me so i could go (laughs) give me 50 years homie like in the batter's box you're about to see that's probably my response you know what i mean and now it's like it's way different. That's the it's way, thank God, way different. Where it's like, that is so stupid. Um, do not care about that BS anymore. But like any time, like, it's so wild because now I think of acting as like, it's just an opportunity to serve. It just oh, is man. every single time. It's an opportunity to serve myself. It's an opportunity to serve someone else, serve the story. And like, it's up to me to choose. Like God's not a dictator. He gave me the choice. So, Okay. I can choose who I want to serve, but I, I spent most of my adult life serving me and it got me nowhere. It got me rock bottom. But now it's like whenever I'm acting, it's so wild because I'm like, I hope that I hope a student will see what I mean in action. <laughs> it's so wild because I don't really think like 
yeah, they about to see it now. It's it's like, no, I hope they get the story. Like I hope the story hits them. Mm-hmm. And then I hope if they're really trying to learn that something that I've done, if I'm acting, will go, oh, it's better than when you talk at me. It's not as good as when you talk at me as when I see it, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm such a visual learner too. So I always try to recommend the plays and the books and the movies because I'm like, I talk at you a lot. We need to experience stuff. Then you also need to watch great acting. Yeah, you have, yeah. You have to. and you need to know the difference between great and bad, and great and good, and all that. Uh, dude, I, I, I just feel like I gotta say it, like, because we both struggled with this early on, up until recently, really. If you want to like look at the grand scheme of it, but I think like, and you, you could say better than I can for people who who you come across now, for but you know students who come and you know and, and learn from you. One of the, I think, the major like thorns in 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 the like the blockages of like what a person can be service wise in acting, what they could contribute truly to the the world, you know, like whoever comes across them in a, in a in a bar, in a in a little theater, in a giant production on a television or whatever, like is the idea that like I need to. The idea that it's got, I need to be served myself. Like I need to be special. Like I need to, I need to be really, really, really good because then I'll be accepted and loved and, you know, appreciated. And then I'll be established. Like my, my life is worth it. And I feel like that, that is at the core, probably the, the major issue with most people who get into acting is this idea of like, not everybody, but just most is like I just need to be seen and heard and understood and accepted and loved, and uh, I got to be great for that reason, because it, it it and it is the the number one thing, the fastest way to get really bad at acting. It's the fastest way, because immediately you're in your head thinking like, how do I how do I progress? How do I like do it? How do I get good at this thing? How do I cheat the system and cheat everybody else to think that I'm great? And uh, you just never truly serve a story 100% of what you could. Like you, you, never, you never fulfill your potential because you're always, there's always a part of you watching yourself get better. And who's watching? And how far is this going to go? And it just drives me nuts, dude. Like to this day, it, it, and it took, it, for me, the separation from it. Like being removed from acting in, in, in 2020, and we were together in a basement you know, like we used to complain all the time because we're like, we deserve better than this. We do, we do so much and we're great and this and that. And we know it and we know where the shit and this and that. And we were just, you know, like, I don't know. I was just filling my head with these crazy ideas about myself and then talk about like removing things, like, like things feeling like setbacks, but turning into the thing that you needed. Dude, when it was removed, when it was no longer like, I can't go to this well to feel accepted and feel loved. All the work I put in, I can't show nobody. And if I do, no one cares. It was like a perfect punch in the nose, like to just disorient me enough into the thing like I needed to find and and like my faith and like fully accepting who I am and like knowing this is as good as it's going to get, like I, I don't need no more, that the acting became a gift, that the service of a story now is no longer about me at all. When they used to say vessel, I was like, yeah, vessel, I'm, I'm the vessel. I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like vessel for something great. I was like, I am the greater vessel. Like I'm the best vessel. Check this out. Now it's like, oh, I get it. This shit I'm in, it don't matter none. Like this is, this is 
I'm just trying to house something that's better than me and then put it out for, for whoever is around to, to give them hope, period. End of story. It's not about me. And, and, and I hope that that's understood. And if it's not, I don't give a fuck. And that's the, that's the major difference. I don't care. I don't care. I hope, I hope hope is passed through me and this isn't a waste, but like, I know I'm already loved and I'm, I'm, I'm being of service and I'm being honest. And, and the gift of all the learning that I've gotten, I've been able to like, when we had the opportunity to make a movie, bro, like that, that is crazy. Like we got the chance to do it in that way. We were so close to doing it the other way. We were so close to like launching our flagship company, you know, in that, in that we were, we were at a meeting table. Like, here we go doing it that way. You know, like I'll speak for myself. I was going to do it that way. And, um, yeah, just interesting, bro. Like the, the craft no longer is, is to validate myself. It's like, oh, I'm lucky to do it when I do it. If I ever do it again, like it's just so much better. It was, it was like dancing while music was playing. Like that's what it felt like the whole time. Every scene, every before the scenes, in between the scenes, after the scenes, hard scenes, hard moments, you know, whatever the, the challenge is all of it. But like, just to be able to be like, oh, I, I, I can just let it go. I can just let it go. I have, I have a craft and let's see what is sent through me this whole day. Let's just see what's in front of me, not even on me. What's in front of me? What is being gifted to me in this moment? All the work's fucking done and I can actually let it go now, not hold on to it for dear life so that I'm good, so that I'm seen as good, so the critic thinks I'm good. You know what I mean? And I, th- I would have, I would have buckled, bro, if we did that before. If you're like, oh, Dave, you're gonna be a lead in the next thing we do, and like, yeah, you got this. Good luck. Like, I'm gonna be there with you. I would have been fucking scrambling, dude. Yep. So it's just, it's just super interesting, like, uh, that we had the opportunity to do it the way we did it, and yeah, I'm just blown away with how effortless it felt in the midst of all the challenge as well. Like, it was just. Being of service is, is it's different than being self-serving. Mm. Even if it's a percent, even if it's like, you know, this much, you're like, ah, you know, I'm watching myself do this thing. Like, I don't know. It just kills me that, that some people, I wish, I wish I could wave my fucking hand and I could just disappear all that, that shit that I had to go through. And I know that that's what you're doing. Like you're, you're attempting to do that and remove mm. that from people that are calling you that are like, on these one-on-ones that are in the classroom, you're attempting to do that so they don't get along this road too far. Mm. So they don't w- watch themselves for 10 years, you know, like trying to be great. You will be great when you stop trying to be great. Like that doesn't mean stop trying to work and, and to get better. There's a difference. It's not, it's not give up and, and lay down and see what comes your way. It's you work consistently, you work in this fashion, you're given a roadmap, but it's not about self-service. It's not about it's not about being a god. You know what I mean? Because you're serving something. You're either serving something bigger than you, like you, you can fill in the blank, or you're serving, you know, some crazy thing like fame. Like that's my god. You know, or, or and that was it for me. It was like, dude, get famous, get rich, and you know, get love that way. Like mm. that was it. Then then mom's gonna see you on TV, and mom's gonna love you more, and and like you're gonna be able to give her stuff, and this we're good, man. Everyone's good. And um, just interesting, all the, all the work was for that when I get real honest. 
All the work I did was just to serve this little meek soul, just to, just to, just to feed it a little bit of love in a weird fucking way, mm. in the weirdest way, on a stage, in a, in a show. And I go, what? I'm in, I'm in the collective trying to, you know, like get better to feel loved. Like it's, cra- it's just a crazy thing. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling, man, but I just, I, it just, it, it's at the, it's at the core of my belly, how badly I want to remove that, you know, from others. So they don't have to run their head against the same wall or climb the ladder to nothing. You know what I mean? And, and find out the view isn't that nice. Um, instead of just, like you said, enjoy the little things, the little creative things when you get, it's like that, those moments, I probably missed a bunch of them because I was like too busy trying to get better, like mm. and for myself. And I, I, di- I didn't fulfill my potential probably fully in those things, those moments I had, those opportunities, because I was too worried about um, me, you know? It's just so funny. I don't know. And now I just feel so like confident and not in a, not a watch me kind of way. I don't know how else to say it. So perfectly exactly what it's like. And I think I think acting is the you know filling the void in your own soul uh, with a vocation per capita, way higher in acting, I think, because I think in the way that we aggrandize actors and worship them and glorify them and want to be them and all that stuff. I mean, it's built into the way that even the, the stories are marketed to the public mm-hmm. um, and the way that they're consumed and the way that uh, the, the Hollywood is set up in general. Um, so it's just kind of a, a cyclical thing, um, but everybody's doing that. Everybody's doing it. And everybody has a God of their own choosing. Sometimes it's even, well, I choose to do whatever the, I want, like Godless. Like, oh, that's your God. Your God is free will or whatever. You know, it's like, God is to do whatever I want at the drop of that. Your God is to be impulsive and to have freedom or whatever. Mm. Um, we're all doing it. And, and a lot of times it is, well, I'm going to manifest something physical to actualize the validation I need and I seek. And it's like, you won't. There's story after story after story after story of people climbing the Mount Everest of human achievement and taking their own lives afterwards and stuff. And you're just like, okay, how can that be? How can that be? How can that be? I mean, it must mean that doesn't satisfy. Mm. It must mean something else must because there, we all have this desire to worship in some way or whatever. It's like, if you were in my belief and in my experience, if you remove God from the equation, things become worshiped and to be worshiped. And, uh, I am the same way. It's like, I, I need that. I need that. Why do you need that? Like, because I'm not in my rightful place within the world. I've, I've put myself in a new place, um, where I am, I am number one. It's like, I don't remember what the quote is, but I'm going to butcher it. But somebody said the reason why when a man walks through the woods, animals shriek in terror at, a, at the existence is because they're encountering a being that isn't right with its maker. That is wild. Like, oh my gosh. Like that's something else. Like a hawk does what a hawk does. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no like wrestle, like 
I could be, I could be like, you know, God made you and you're doing your thing. Like you're doing, but man walks around with this, this gift of free will and goes, this is whack. I'm about to watch this. And it's, and it's tragic because we can do so many beautiful things because I feel like we're created by something beautiful. So um, it's amazing when I feel like God makes the path straight because then it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in my spot where I'm supposed to be. I don't need one more dollar, one more fan, one more box office hit. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna name the filmmaker. I won't. It just seems kind of rude, but you know, like one more great acclaimed, perfect film, and then, and then, and then I'm good, and then I'm good. It's like you're good. What are you talking about? <laughs> like every human being who wants to pursue uh, filmmaking is looking at you, going, "If only, if only," and you're going, "I just need one more, yeah, one more," and then, I'm, and, then I'm, and then, and then it's like, dude, you seem not at peace. And you're, you climbed Everest 10 times, dog. Like you, you're, you're top dog, you're king. And it's like, the spirit isn't at rest within an individual who's accomplished so much. Remember we watched the last dance. We talk about this a lot. Michael Jordan sitting there. Chain smoking cigars. That's the God. That's the God of the sports world. And he even had Larry Bird saying like, gee, what do you say? Jesus, like Jesus in, in the flesh or whatever, like playing ball against, Against Jesus, like he's calling him Jesus, you know. And uh, Mike's sitting there. How many years has it been since oh, he retired? Man, I mean, many. he's sitting there smoking his billionth cigar, and he's going. If I'm honest, like I just can't, I can't come to terms with the fact that I can't compete for a seventh championship. Dude, and I say this all the time. It's like, dog, you better come to terms with it. <laughs> you ain't putting on no fucking jersey anymore, man. It's over. <laughs> you ain't you're not putting a jersey but yeah it's over and um his he's not at rest like mm. couldn't have more money but everywhere that dude goes he is worshiped yeah yeah it literally but li- literally not just like what if he walked in front of me I'd be like oh oh, oh. I, I wouldn't even know what to say like and that's me like what what are you talking about? But that's that's what he was able to accomplish. So we all look at that. I mean, how many kids are dreaming? Have you seen hoop dreams? Every kid who picks up a ball is doing. I was bred to do this when God's not in the equation. That's right. And I would I love to remove. I was good at math when it came to that. I just remove him, <laughs> and then it's I do whatever I want. Yeah. Manifest destiny, baby. Like it's going to be great. It isn't going to be great because I, my spirit will not be at rest. That's what's wild about Sundays. Cause I used to, I would get it all twisted up. I was like, oh man, it's where you don't do, you don't do anything. Like that's not what it means, man. It means you're, you're with your actions telling God, my spirit is at rest because of what you've done for me. And it's like, oh, so I, so I no longer have to, it's amazing. We've, we've put the W in that word rest because that's a double meaning. Rest with an R is like, I'm chilling. Rest with a WR is wrestling. I'm I'm gonna rest happiness out of life. Why is it so much of a huh? Like happiness isn't a fruit of the spirit. Like that's something I'm trying to create all the time. Like I'm happy because I'm doing something I'm I love and people love that I do and I'm getting that hit every time someone watches me do it. I'm like ah, and I'm good for 15 seconds and then I need another one. It's not enough. It's like peace 
isn't of me. It's, it's like, a, it's a, of the Holy spirit. Like I'm only when I involve that, which the Holy spirit is, do I actually get that? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm actually satiated, fulfilled enough to actually put myself in right standing with others, which is to say below them. Mm-hmm. I'm not, Oh man, or no, I'm, I'm, I'm to humble myself. That's what, that's what the Lord God Almighty did like with J- Jesus, humbling himself that much to become man. You don't have to do that. You're God. You can just, y'all, that's what y'all deserve, right? No, I'm going to become. So it makes sense that like born into this world, I'd like to act. It's like, that's not a sinful response. You know, God acted as, as man, like it's not bad. But if I do it without its intent, it does become bad because I've removed good from the equation. Mm. And so it, it's either good or bad, which is with me on my own, it's, it's bad. It's always bad. And that's what you're saying is the freedom of being one with the way that it was supposed to go. You, you naturally have to trust because you're, you're not impervious to failure. And that's what we were trying to build up. The armor of our excellence was like, I won't fail. I won't fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what kept us not great most of the time. But you entered into the movie with a, with a, with a, a heart of service, a heart of openness. And it required trust because you were vulnerable to fail, failure. So there were many times we would drive home from set and you'd be like, I don't know how it's going. I don't know how it's going because <laughs> you weren't watching yourself while we were acting. Yeah. Like you weren't, you weren't, you didn't have that third eye being like, be a little bit of this, be a little bit of that. Cause you were fully in the moment. You have to fully trust to fully be in the moment. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I work with students and we just immediately start talking about Jesus. Like, no, but we, we do talk about failure right away. And we do talk about, you have to dare to fail. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, but that's a John Cassavetes quote. Different JC. No, um, he's, he's saying like, he's saying you have to dare to fail. You have to be willing to risk everything in order to express what you're there to express. So just do it. Mm. Just do it. And I love setting the tone in the classroom of terrified actors who just want to be great mm. and being like, Hey man, this is not the place where I'm the hard ass. Who's going to be like, you better get it right. A like a one from day one mother. I, no, mm. no. It's crazy the growth that happens because we weren't really trained that way. No, we had a lot of pressure on us. Yeah. It, was ma- it was major, like, you better deliver time. Really. Yeah, it was. And, and I still yeah. think it was great training, and, and there were incredible moments of humility and, and stuff Absolutely. that I didn't. Absolutely. I, I look back, I remember thinking, how do you, that was one of my questions I had for Jim was like, how do you remain patient? That's literally what I said to him when I said, how do you, how do you, when you see it, when you know the problem, how do you let them get to it? Because I can't, if it's me acting on instinct, excuse me, I cannot sit there and watch it. I'm going nuts because I know I could just say, I could just interject and be like, boom, it's this. Now just try this thing differently the next time. Do it. Go work on that. Yeah. I couldn't like imagine him, he, the amount of patience he had, Andre had, just to sit there and let these like, these moments like crash and burn with like the, the issues that they knew from the beginning because they'd done it. That's why I was like, I can't teach. There's no way. Mm. 
And I just need patience. I just need a ton of patience if I ever went down that road. But yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I just I thought the same exact thing no, about teaching. That was one of that was one of my major concerns because I was super reactive in class. Yes. Like everyone made a joke about Adam. You know how Adam feels about a scene. <laughs> I was in the scene, good, bad, ugly. I love it. And I was, I, I literally would try to like stop my face. I would be like, there were times I watched scenes like this. <laughs> so I was like, this is distracting. Me too. Because I didn't know. Yeah. Because I was just, no place I'd rather be. Time went by like this. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And so then there would be moments, and I would literally be making like the, the most grotesque. Someone would like defend an insecurity, or something, like defend a bad choice. I'd be literally looking at them going like this. In, in Carlotta, they would be like, stop. would be like, what are you talking about, dude? And I'd be like, hey, get in, get in, get in, get in. And I'd wait for the feedback, and I know hopefully it would just be just so impatient and just fall. And they, they weren't no, like no, that. Like, no. I know I'm saying they were they were tough, yeah. and they were. Yeah. But um, I, my heart was not in the posture <laughs> that we're talking about service. Yeah. And I think there was a higher calling involved with the teaching impulse. Definitely, Jim. definitely. Literally talked about that. Like yeah. God said, open a school in Brooklyn, and he was driving around in L.A. He was like, oh, what? Yeah. And so there was something trying to get through, and he was like, I could be a vessel for this, I think. So was, his heart at that moment was like, okay, and so, and now I get it because I watch, I watch all types of work all the time. And I'm like, okay, I don't get mad ever, yeah. ever, never get mad. I'm always just like, okay, misguided. Where's the solution? It's here. You know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I like to set that tone of you got to get comfortable with messing up mm. now. Oh. It's the fastest way to get better. Mm. And I'm going to tell you the truth, you know, but, but that's the other thing having the, this is why I love teaching because I get to have a big impact on them moment one. Mm -hmm. And like the impact dwindles over time. Mm. So those first six hours, 12 hours, whatever, is like crazy potent. If you start right, you can finish right. If you don't start right, you'll never get right with this teacher, ever, mm, mm. ever. You'll have to start over. That's why I'm always like, we are going to take this so slow and it's okay to make mistakes. So I sometimes don't give myself enough credit because I'm like, everybody's doing good. It makes me mad sometimes because I'm like, it ain't that easy. Like her at, around the campfire. Did repetition. Oh, Y'all were doing repetition at the campfire? I did it perfectly. I did it perfectly. Come on, man. And I was like, <laughs> are you What? Do you know how long it took me? Not long. And he was like, I'm just good like that. It was funny. It was funny. But I was also like, wait a minute, dude. Like, he taught it. Like, I took it slow with him. I mean, it yeah. took us an hour, you know? Yeah. I took it slow. We did one little moment, one little thing, one little... Three rounds of repetition. I do it every, the same way every time with every person. And everyone's a little different, but we start the same way. And so I was like, give yourself some credit. You freaking taught him and he's doing it well because you're very careful with him. Mm -hmm. You're very specific. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to teach the way I wish I was taught. That, uh. um, and so there is that factor, too. It's like, that's why I love it because I, I spent too much time working with uh, faulty tools 
mm-hmm. that were given to me by people with good intentions but did not have any business passing them on. Mm-hmm. Don't give me something that doesn't work. Don't do it. Don't do it. And there wasn't enough quality assurance at the first program to be like, wait, what are you teaching? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no, there's no uh, continuity here. There's no, there's no culture. There's no consistency. These, these kids are all over the place. They're just doing their best. But if I'm, if I have the opportunity to build something and I, and I did with this little program, I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, let me just start with one. Let me just start with one. And it was Ashton. Ashton was the first one. It was like, shout out from Garland all the way to, to uh, driving from Valley View to Garland. I mean, that was an hour and 15 minutes. Say all the time, <sighs> man, uh, three hours twice a week, one student, we were losing money. <laughs> like it was a bad investment. But I remember saying to Katie, and it, and it was true. I was like, if we can, if we can help one dude who was in my shoes, it's it's so worth it. And and it has been every time I've been in front of someone and been able to, to with such gratitude teach them something, impart and share something that's worked for me. Because he transformed, and I was like, oh, I would watch the light bulb go off, and I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. This is the greatest thing. <laughs> I could do this all day. I could do this all day. Um, it was just beautiful to see that. And so um, I got I got to really kind of cut my teeth more as a, as a teacher just with like, you know, with one dude <laughs> all the time. I was like eased into it nicely. Yes. And uh, I had already been like, you know, making videos and whatever. But but um, yeah, man, it's it's I, I just love those first that first hour. There's just such a return on our time and, and the growth that's happening. Mm. And pretty much in the first session, people are like, oh, my gosh. Oh, man, acting's always been so confusing. That makes a lot of sense. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt. Yep. That's exactly. Isn't it the best? You know, and then I'm incremental growth every week. Just one little, it's like little a thing. Secret. It's, not, it's like a secret being know. revealed, right? One hundred percent. It's funny because it's like, oh, I, I had the answer the whole time. Yeah. Whoa, that's actually frustrating because it's literally in you. Like me and Kurt were walking through hill country on the hike, and we started talking about too far west, a little western story, and and he was like, he was like, man, it's so cinematic here. I just immediately started thinking about the mood. I'm like, oh, I said, oh, producer hat went on, and I went, I wonder what it's like to. Do I contact the state of Texas to the Parks Department and do I ask them? And then what, what's that call? Literally was ready because it's sick. I got to show you. That. Oh, man. Dude, I was just thinking and I took a little photo and then we were talking and he was like asking me about teaching because he's a teacher. You know, I've been teaching right. uh, photo and video in high school for nine years. Hmm. So we talked about teaching a lot and he was like, um, he's like, how do you, I think he asked the question of like, how, how do you, how do you teach someone when you know, like, I don't know, something like they don't quite have it or something like that. And that wasn't his question, but it was something like that. And I said, dude, I have now crossed into the territory of, I truly believe anyone can learn that. Mm-hmm. Literally. They just have to have a passion. They just have to, have, they just have to want to do it. Like I can't, I can't teach someone who doesn't want to learn. That's stupid. That's never going to work. Right. But if they have a desire and everyone I talk to does, if you're going to reach out to me and spend time with my crazy self, like you, you want to, you're trying all, you're trying anything you can try. <laughs> you want to act like, so I'm, I've got you in front of me. And I'm going, ah, I totally understand. I totally relate. And so if you have that, then, then you can learn how to act. Like I have all, I have all the, 
just I just know it's true. I know it's true. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I just know to be true. So it, it's beautiful because I I get very excited when people are struggling with stuff because I'm like, dude, I can I can help you. And there's plenty of people that I've taught for free and just been like, oh, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And <laughs> I can't pay that much. I don't care. Like, and they're like, what? That, what kind of business is this? And I'm like, I don't care. I really don't. Care. We got. I gotta work this out with you. And and then like, you're gonna be fine. Like. Or I'll tell people like, don't buy that many hours. Just start with this, and then we'll. Because you might not, you might not want to keep working with me after one hour. Let's just try a little trial. Because again, I want it to be what it, what I wish was there for me when That's I was right. first starting. I wish there was someone out there that was just like helping me. And dude, the amount of responses I get every day, every day, of like, I can't believe you messaged me back with like a book of explanations of like what to do or like simplified that thing. You just nobody answers. Yeah, I'm just like. They must not care. They, they must not care about actually teaching because mm. that's the thing I'm finding that's rarer and rarer all the time. Is that a word? No. Um, <laughs> rarer? Uh, that's what I'm finding is more rare all the time is, is just a genuine care, care yeah. to teach. It's wild too because I'm like, it ain't like I'm done acting. I acted more this year than I ever have. Mm. I, I, I'm and we were on strike and stuff. Like, what is going on? Wait a second. What? Like, I'm Wait not just homie that was like, those that can't do teach. Like, why can't you do both? Why can't you do both? Yeah. Like, never been busier. Every day, full of stuff to do. Like, we could just spend all day just producing a movie. Yeah. That takes a lot of time. Where are we at with that, bro? Where are we at? Anytown uh, Pictures. What are we doing? I don't even know. <laughs> I even want to ask, man. Uh, at this point, oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's rough, Mike. I'm excited it's, though, it's, man. We we're we're excited. Wayward kid. I just don't want to, you know, forget about it. I don't, you know, we just gotta mention it once in a while. Keep people pe- peak some interest. Do you want to say anything today or no, guys? I don't know. How do you feel, Adam? Dude, I feel good. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm straight up, straight up. I don't now. Dave knows more than anyone. I don't say that. Mm. I usually am. Per, I'd say, I say this to John every session. Who directed this? <laughs> He's like you, man. <laughs> like, Shout out, John. Who's that idiot yelling "cut" every time oh, it's getting good? No, no. no. He's like, I believe that's you, Adam Lutter. <laughs> and so usually. We're pretty quick to be like, I think we screwed up in the writing. Yes. Like, how many times? Like, there's never like a Katie sucks or whatever. No, like, there's never no, like a, no, no. What is it? What is, no. It's never that. It's yeah. always like, it's a story thing. Because yeah. I think that's what we've been doing so well, so well, is really, really cutting for story. Mm-hmm. And it is so satisfying because, um, you know, I don't think a lot of movies are cut that way. To be, to be, <laughs> to be fair, and I don't think they're written that way. And of course, that sounds insane because it is. You're not writing for story. Wait, can uh, I can I get clarification? Did you just say stories aren't being written for story's sake? No. <laughs> okay. No. And he said it. Wait, it's so out there. No, it's a, but it's a story. But it's not being written for story's sake. Oh, here's what's wild. So what what does that make? They're not even stories. <laughs> most what? Most what? Most of them, they're not, not even, even stories. stories. <laughs> it's a collective compilation of things. You're right, right, right. The story has to have a point. It has to have a, like a defendable like thesis, right? Like a, like a debatable. It has, defendable. To have, 
a theme, an expression, a point, a desire, inner inner truth. It's whatever you want to call it. It's got to have something. Thread. It's got to have a point. Otherwise, what are we doing? If, <laughs> if you watch a film and you say, what was that all about? It's not a story. That was your boy it's watching. Oh, I didn't want to. No, I'm going to say, say it. it. Napoleon was, was, whoa. No good? Holy. Is it not good? That's just not my cup of tea. It didn't seem mm. like a story. And they're taking a guy, the guy's life. Yeah. Napoleon I Bonaparte. Think. Wasn't my favorite acting. Yeah, you know, I'm not. And he, he's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. Did yeah. I have a question? Well, so, I, this, mm, so story. it's funny how this connects. Here, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead, Adam. I was just going to say story wasn't good. No, no, no. no. Just not paced well. This compilation of dramatic moments in his life. And mm. I don't know why they told it. Mm. The end of it, I said, "What? What was that about?" Mm. There's an inherent thing within all of us that's like, "What's the point of that?" The uh, only, the is... only thing I could see, bro, is that that age-old like, chase the sun too long and you're gonna burn your wings. You know what I mean? Like that. That's yeah. that's the wax wings will melt. That's all. I, that's the only theme I, or thesis. It's safe to say in if, that world. If, if that's see. what you get, like a like a like a age old message <laughs> which is but don't, like 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 i get it no but like i, I it's got to be more than just I something that's moved. been told a million times i wasn't moved yeah but i wasn't moved i feel you um go ahead don't watch the new studio Julie. got it <laughs> what were you about to say um i wanted to ask adam because mm-hmm. adam's you know he's teaching acting mm-hmm. and i think when i think of someone that knows a lot about just movies in general and like especially like the I think traditional like format of movies and what makes them good, like writing, like hardcore story. Mm-hmm. I think of you guys. And I wanted to ask, what is like an, what is the, what's like a movie that's like unconventional, unconventionally like a story or movie that you were like surprised that you liked? I don't know if that's a hard question. Unconventional movie you surprised like you something like. that's not like a traditional kind of yeah. thing. It's like kind of maybe out there or or different or weird. Totally. Because I saw the, I keep thinking of Adam. Have you seen Come On, Come On? I need to watch that. Stuff. Mike Mills. Oh, you guys sh- gotta watch. It. You just watched it. You're fresh I just watched off of watching it, it and it messed me up. But it's like one of those where it's. I don't think it's. It's not like a traditional kind of just you know. A to B kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like very, there's like different elements, you mm-hmm. know, that they add that makes it kind of different. And I don't know. I think it aids to the overall thing. But it's, I just, I think of things that aren't like traditional stories. And what makes it not know? traditional? It's, it's, they're using interviews and intercutting interviews and yeah. stories because it's yeah. his job. And it's kind of like going around timelines and stuff. Timelines like are jumping. So time's jumping. Like Napoleon, I guess. <laughs> We're just, so flying, maybe we're like, just flying through. No, the no, no. It's not, it's not that bad, though. Got it's, you. It's different. Got you. Um, do you have an know. answer for that, Adam? An unconventional or do you, story. Or when you like see something that's unconventional, you're just like, ah, I can't. Like, it doesn't, it can't hit you. Like, it, it can't, like, uh, move you the same way as, like, a properly kind of <sighs> would you say, you know, like, story. Would you say um, uh, Christmas Tale? Is that the one I'm thinking of with Scrooge? Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with Scrooge when he sees three ghosts and he fucking bumps around, pa- ghosts past, present, yeah. future? You know better than me. Well, that that's like a great story. It's a little unconventional. Would, that, would you say unconventional? Because it goes in, because he's following, he's like not it dead, but he's, he's not dead, but he's in this like purgatory and he's like seeing. I'm kind of thinking like 
what Mikey, you correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like you're saying is like almost experimental film. Kind of. Yeah. Um, where something is like, is absolutely not following a traditional structure. I'd say, I would say more like like that. Cause, cause Terrence Malick comes to mind. Mm. He, he makes films like that are unconventional. They don't follow narrative story structure at all. Like tree of life. Oh yeah. Is exactly link later. Yeah, I would say I would say oh, the, that's true. the trilogy that's true. is definitely not a not a. That's very true. It's not like a. It's very yeah, experimental. Yeah, 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 you know. I think I think it's more. You, there's that video essay you and I watched where the guy kind of finds the hidden structure within. Before oh, Sunrise. that's true with the time and the and yeah, oh, being really? on the clock. Yeah, so there well, is a structure. I would there. say I would say it's unconventional, yeah. but I would say that it does follow those storytelling that's traditional right. principles. Mm, that's right. Whereas Tree of Life fundamentally defies them mm-hmm. and yet is still moving. Yeah, it is moving. There are not many movies like that for me. Now there are, cause, cause I think what experimental film is, is you're experimenting with what elements can stand above the cathartic impact of a story overall. Like that's kind of, you, you could experiment with anything yeah. in an experimental film. Typically I'm not moved by Mm-hmm. typically i'm just scratching my head going, yeah. i don't see the point of this but i actually love when a when a film has a, a it takes a lot of sophistication to have a a creative outside the box um traditional storytelling structure that you wouldn't expect like a before trilogy or even mm-hmm. like a memento yeah so, mem- memento, memento isn't yeah you're, you're not you, you kind of think oh that's wrong you yeah. can't tell a story backwards, yeah. but it's actually pretty traditional. It's yeah. just done in a super creative kind of designing principle way. That's very true. But then is it, it's kind of, it's still kind of traditional, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, cause it's, it, yeah. it, I like that. I like that way of looking at it. It's like, it's doing it in a way that makes it seem like it's yeah. not, but at the end of the day, you're like, Oh wow. It really was. Oh bro. Well, Mike Mills for me with that, um, that music video, yeah. like catalog yeah. he did for that, that one album for the national bro. That messed me up bad, and I and I, it was a life basically, told from like birth until old 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 age, yeah. with the same actress, and it was just like you can't say it was like a, it's linear, but it's not like yeah, I don't know, just the, the music, act, yeah, go ahead, it's just that that no, blew music, me away. Music videos are are the perfect example. Yeah, of that's experience. very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Very true. That's that's my only. I can't think of other ones that I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, and it was yeah. like the story was everywhere. It'd be hard to call it that, you know, yeah. like, or it was just some weird mm. thing I'd never seen before. Mm. But again, like you see a movie, like I was, I, I cried watching um, Everything Everywhere. That's true, right? Yeah. I, and that you, I don't think that's not a, that's not like traditional. I think that's it's still true. traditional. Yeah, it's unique. It's like a, a cool angle at a story but i i think it's traditional and it's that that thesis again that major thesis of like uh which universe is the like 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 uh the universe you're in is like the yeah. best one to be in what's the you're one, not missing out on anything yeah. what's the one movie of some it's the two guys it's them at dinner and that's the whole movie mm. and it's like long i i dinner with andre yes oh. yes that mm. maybe that i didn't watch it but i know it's just yeah, like it's, them, it's just dinner and one place talking, yeah. them two talking yeah Waiting for go, but it could be the same thing as the Linklater kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It follows like a 
But if you're just Pixelator a does a lot of more experimental stuff. You know what I struggled with? Um, Patterson, mm. Jim Jarmusch. Oh, really? I thought you liked. I haven't seen it. Nate, it just. Yeah. Jarmusch, and David Lynch are. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's in Patterson. Like it's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, Adam Driver, great. It has some unique, like beautiful moments. Yeah. But I'm watching the thing. I'm like, why am I watching this? That's true. Yeah. It never got like to a point. Mm. Like I guess a traditional story might a, a cathartic moment where it's like that's why I'm watching the movie. Yeah. That was the message it was trying for me. I Dude, just I don't know why I like experimental it. stuff. That's right. I mean, hey, bro, it's taste. Yeah. I, it's, I wonder it's why. Like, no, nothing wrong. Yeah. No, I know, yeah. but but like uh, there's I don't I gotta f- really figure out why. <laughs> Is it just because it's different? It can't be. I don't know. You know, you, wanna, only you I know. Look into that. Only you know. Yeah. Maybe you, you like. Got, the I feel swing. like I gravitate towards those. Yeah. yeah. You know. So like, oh, what the heck is this? Right. You know? Yeah, bro. It could be. Like, you like breaking these, like... Yeah, these walls. These walls down and trying to see what's out there. That might be it. How to do something I different. I was on a set once with... Uh, there was this girl and she said... She was... We were talking about how uh, OCD we were <laughs> and how we really love things to be in order. Yes. And uh, just talking about how just completely insane we were about it this was so many years ago we were at this this big dining hall it was like super modernized brand new really nice we like looked up and the ceiling was totally chaotic with no pattern anywhere to be found in the design of of it and the construction of it and she goes see this i was like yeah yeah yeah." i thought she was gonna be like this great he goes this is so purposefully and intentionally disordered that it eases my brain. Wow. It's like the disorder within a foundation or a structure satisfying. Yeah. I was like, interesting. Because <laughs> it's like, it's an experimental film. Yeah. So I do get to sit there and control and watch it. Like, yeah. this is a weird poem. But it is a poem. Yes. It's yeah. like all over the place. It's kind of strange. But you get like this feeling sometimes. Or yes. even with a music video. I watch the craziest music videos. And I'm like, there's no point. <laughs> but I'm just like, whoa. But that's what music can do too. Is like, hopefully there's enough of a pattern where you're following it. It's not too, like for me, Joni Mitchell, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, hey, I, hey. Hey, I hate Joni Mitchell. <laughs> and he loves her. Yeah. I'm like, it's too patternless. It's too, it's too uh, spontaneous without being in a form yes. enough for me to go, ah, I like this. What I do like is like a pattern enough, but willingness to experiment within the pattern that I can go, ooh, I love this. Because it's, it's like No Country for Old Men. Yeah. We talked about this with Adam. It was like, no Country for Old Men defies what you said about protagonists. It's got three. So a, a, a story doesn't just have to have wow, got three. I said, let's test it. <laughs> he was like, let's. I said, who opens the movie? And he was like, Shigur. He's, he's on the side of the road. He's got the tank. He gets arrested. I said, wrong. He was like, what do you mean? I said, who opens the movie? He was like, Oh wow! Is it the voiceover? I said, "Who's talking?" And he's like, "Tommy Lee Jones." And I said, "Hmm, who ends the movie?" Tommy he was like, "Jagger." He gets hit, and his bones sticking out. I said, "Nope." What's the last thing? He was like, "Oh, 
Tommy Lee Jones. I said, that's the protagonist. What's the title? It was like, No Country for Old Men. And we, and it was awesome because yeah. we got to yeah. really dissect. And I said, it's, <sighs> it's a brilliant traditional story embedded into an experimental mm. way. That's right. It's a traditional story. You've got three characters with one goal, right? So it makes you think, oh, it's three. No, it isn't. It's one. And it's the least exciting one. But that's really what the story is about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's genius. Right? <laughs> it's, 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 to me, it's like the best writing I think Cormac did. And I used to think Blood Meridian was his best or the Border Trilogy was his best. Nope. This was his most sophisticated and it, and it, because it, it makes you think, oh, this is just defying all everything. Dude, no, it isn't. If you want, it's just masterful. If you want masterful writing, read all my sons. Did you read it? My sons, no, I don't think so. I think I read it a while ago. Masterful. It's traditional, but whoa, dude! Wait, do so you, you get got it lesson? for me? I think I did in the past. I gave it to you or something to read. I think I did. Maybe I'm wrong. Really? I'll give it to you again. Um, come to mind. But boy, from title. To, to structure, it is per Arthur Miller. Perfect writing. Perfect writing. Um, dude, I recently dude. Read, reread uh, Long Day's Journey in Tonight. Oh, man, Eugene. That's one that you think, this is so wacky. Like, this is so autobiographical, it's not a story. Right, right, right. That's how I feel most of the time with Eugene, yeah. It hit me. And I was like, <laughs> it in tears. Oh, wow. And I was like, this is, it took me all day to read it. Oh, wow, wow. Long. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most brilliant thing I have ever, this is maybe the most brilliant thing I've ever read. Come on. I was like, I get it now. I totally get why people are like, that's his magnum opus. I'm like, you're just saying. <laughs> you're just saying. <laughs> no, dude. No, no, no. It is. It's, yeah. it's so good because you think, this is just a full-on diary entry. It's not a story. Wrong. It's, it's a beautifully perfected drama that makes you think it's just a diary entry. Mm-hmm. It's just his life. Yeah. No, it isn't. It's, it's, it's so pulled from his life. But like, like Arthur Miller's version of that is after the fall. It's a lesser play. Yeah. It's not bad. It's great. But, but Long Day's Journey is just like, it's that, you know? And, and that's really, when you start to like, that's what blows my mind. This is why I just forever will be thankful for what David Mamet said about writing when he also trained by Sanford Meisner as an actor. What he said about writing was um, for the writer uh, to write the story um, of the hero's journey, the writer has to undergo the journey. Mm. That's why writing never becomes any easier. Mm. I remember the first time I read that quote, I was like, thank you. That was such a gift because when you're writing, when you're acting, when you're producing music, when you're doing anything, you just think some people got it and some people don't. And I, surprise, surprise, am one of those that ain't got it. I don't have it. But when you hear someone like that, who obviously is such a great writer, say that, and it also is so true, dude. How many times did we have to say, what would, uh, what would Caleb do in this moment? Yeah. And we just had to sit back and kind of let him do his thing. And the Caleb is the character of our movie. And then you just go, he's not doing that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, up until, like we said the other day, like the day before shooting, you were like, in no way this dude would say that. 
There's no way he would say all that. Mm-hmm. He's, right he up until the day, bro. You can't find the words to say. Right up until the day. We were still we we're still liking, letting the characters plot their story. What would they do realistically? What would they say? But that's from structuring it so heavy on the on the front end. Wow. You get the opportunity yeah. to, in the midst, well, yeah. find what the truth of it is. What would mm-hmm. really happen? What is life is like yeah. a constant blend of, of trying to find the perfect balance between freedom and structure. That's right. Like that's it. That's what it is. And when you you have enough structure to be as free as you can be, that's when like the masters of, of any endeavor, art form, any business, whatever, they're like tap dancing on the fringes of an experiment that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And they're pushing the narrative enough to advance us. As a, as a society, as a community, as a human race. And that's what is so beautiful about art is it can do that. That's I mean, right. it really can that's right. crack the code on, on uh, you want to know what the meaning of life is. Ooh. And then you're like, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's it. that's it. That's why to me, like Tree of Life is, is a masterpiece because it, by every account, that should not be a good <laughs> if you're just speaking from a script standpoint, you're like, if someone sent this to me now, I'd be, I'd laugh. In face. Yeah, you'd be like, what are you but doing? It's because it's above me. Like it's above my ability to comprehend. Uh, it's 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 mastery because it's not like I watch that movie and I don't care. That'd be that'd be different. I'd be like, and maybe, and maybe I wouldn't be like advanced or mature enough to get it. But like, no, I, I feel a lot watching that. It's, it's because um, it's just always pushing the the boundary, always testing and and seeing like where is that line that we have all agreed upon is like that's it that's mm-hmm. as far as we've advanced and mm-hmm. it's like someone's always pushing it a little further and sometimes people go what over the edge and you go nice try and that's what is so beautiful about art is because that's why I say first day in class you have to dare to fail you have to that's right. Because ultimately you're developing Come on. your ability to do that. You're afraid to go over the cliff. You're dead. You're dead before you start. That's right. You have to start to get strong at stucking. You got to get really, really good at failing because that's how you're going to build to, to the ability to, to become the best artist you're meant to be mm-hmm. and to say, let's, let's try something new. That's why I love Paul Thomas Anderson. Cause like, did I like licorice pizza? Hated it. Hated it. I couldn't believe I felt that way. That's my favorite living filmmaker. Like, what? But I love him for being like, let's try. Because mm-hmm. he's unapologetically an artist. He's like, I write for my gut. That's it. And a lot of people disagree with him. Like, when he's making a film, like he was making Punch Drunk Love, he wasn't all that yet. I mean, Magnolia, come on, you're all that. But he, at that point, he was like, you know, he, was, he did Magnolia. It's this three-hour and nine-minute insane movie. It, that's an insane movie that works on many levels. Uh, he had no business making in his twenties. And then they're like, what are you going to do next? This is the biggest cast. This is the most mind bending. The frogs are raining in the sky. (laughs) What's going on? It's a musical halfway through. Who are you? What are you doing next? And he was like an Adam Sandler comedy. Yeah. Everybody was like, what is wrong? (laughs) And he's like, I want to work with the guy. He's brilliant. I think he's hilarious. And everyone's like, you're, you're, the, he's an idiot. <laughs> and then they make Punch Drunk Love. And in the middle of making Punch Drunk Love, people are watching a cut 
there's this great story that the musician who did, who composed the music for Punch of Love, by the way, freaking brilliant, John Bryant, brilliant. He's sitting there watching the cut. I think it's a producer, a filmmaker, friend, someone watching it and just goes, that makes no sense. And Paul Thomas Anderson turns around and goes, it's great, right? <laughs> it's great. Right? John Bryan was like, yes, yes. He, cause he got to sit in on that moment. And he's like, Paul Thomas Anderson didn't go, Oh, oh what's wait, why? It was like, I love it. Mm. I love it. Mm. It's staying. <laughs> and it's like, he would, he was so out of that true place within him saying, I have a love inside me that makes me do things unimaginable to man. That's what he was. He was living out of that place as a writer. He was like, I want this to sometimes feel like a cartoon because I love so much. I want it to feel colorful and bonkers and like a silhouette of madness and crazy, unexpected music and then violence. He's like, that's how I feel today. That's, that's the movie, man. That's, and you're just like, but that's not the way the book says <laughs> to do it. And he's like, I don't care. It's because that, that artist is now, he's a, let the dude cook. Let him operate outside the fringes of your expectations. That's his job. Let him cook. If he fails, let him fail. Yeah. Let him fail. Let him fail brilliantly. Because he, he, he's earned the right to be able to try and experiment. Like, immediately people doing, like, immediately I'm just going to make one movie and do that. Like, maybe savants do exist, right? They do. It's not likely you're going to be there. Yet, it's so stupid to assume you are. So, write from your heart and do your best with the skills that you have. And then let the, let the audience decide and make of it what they will. Like some people hate Punch Drunk Love. I would say this, but it's the, it's the only movie I've ever watched. And then that same moment turned around and restarted it and watched it all again. Wow. Same sitting by myself. No one was there. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, what was that? What was that? And it and it's to this day, it's in my top ten. I love it. I love that movie. And that's just the way it is. And I don't know <laughs> if it if it's because of the it hits all the right buttons with the sky. I don't care. I, I, I just love that movie. I, I, mm, it, mm, it's it's like it's a masterpiece to me. It's so good. Wow. What's your uh this is my last question for you, Adam. What's what's your hope for Wayward Ken when it's when you when we wrap it all up, when we put a when we put a bow on it, and we say this is the story, this is all it's going to be, this is everything we hope for, and we're going to put it out there. What do you hope? Maybe for the one. What does the one get out of it? If you were doing if we were doing this for the one, what do you hope for that one? I just want that one, basically with the film, be told, you are not alone. Mm. You are not alone in this experience of, of life and struggle. I, I, I just want you to know you're not. Um, that's like, that's, to me, that's as pure as that movie was for me from day one, you know? To the phone and called you that wasn't the message to you i didn't know that that would be like yeah. a thing that i wanted that's that's the that's the expression from my side of the street um 
every day we met, every day we talked, every day we prayed, every day we whatever, just got better at writing or learned or made a bad choice or whatever, like good draft, bad draft and all the rest. It was always that um, because I was writing from a place of, hey, just so you guys know, this is what it was like. And, and I remember saying that to Katie, I think like two weeks before we were shooting. I said, I, you know, there was a lot of times in my life that, um, I don't know, I just felt, I, I felt like it was hard for, uh, I felt at times, I felt at times not listened to. And I said to Katie, I'm like, I get the attention of people that I love and that I don't even know for like an hour and a half. And I just want to say with a movie, with a story, this is what it was like. Mm. I just wanted to do that. Um, And I think in doing so, I think you unconsciously help other people feel like they're not alone. And that's why we've always worked out of that place or tried to what's, what's most personal is most universal. Oh yeah. So there are moments, bro, in that movie, like in the current cut, I finally feel that way. I finally feel like we're doing it. And and that's always been the thing we've been chasing is like, where's the story? Where's the story? Because we wrote it from a premise. We expressed it from our points of view individually. And we did that collectively with a team. Whatever was in the can, that's what we can use to paint our picture and then every single day, sitting down with John and giving notes and all these things, chasing that, which is I'm, I'm one person as the director. Like, I'm just one person. So I've got to work from that most personal place. So, like, when we're there and we're in there with the film, it's like it's hard because you can't. You can't take on everybody's perspective. But I always try to zoom out and go, what's the audience thing? If you've never seen this, what do you think? But like ultimately, man, I just want either a, a kid who happens to be 13 or a kid who's now 30 or 40 or 50 to look at it and go, hmm, I just feel seen. I just feel like maybe it wasn't. I'm not just all, I'm not floating around with no one to understand me. And it's like if I had no words to express because no one would listen, like just watch this. I don't have to say a word to you. Just watch it. And you'll get to know me pretty well. You'll get to know me pretty well. Hopefully, that's that's like the mark of, to me, a great piece of art. You know, an outer molding of your inner life. Like, that's that's what art is. So um, I took getting acquainted with the inner life in the moment when we started to write it and every day since. But, yeah, I just want I just want people to feel like they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Dang, man. I hope the same. I hope the same, bro. And, and, and. You know, it's the the inception you're talking about, like bringing your personal to a story. The most personal is the most universal. Always, that's a hill I was willing to die on, and still am. And like I always said, like you said, that intention of picking up the phone and like reaching out to your friend and saying like you're not alone, and you know someone's here and like that just is a huge amazing gift 
And to like spend all that time and effort and, you know, collaborating and running up against walls and filling up tires and, you know, chasing down leads and like doing all this, all this work, all this legwork just to like, like do that, you know, self for me, like, you know, you did that for me. It is like the, it is such a wild thing. And ask me like, what's your, what do you want to bring to it? You know, you gave me the ball and I didn't have, I didn't have a ball at the time. So it just like, that's, it's such a gift, man. And, um, it's so true that there's someone who's like, is pulling for you and asking you like, you know, what's going on and how are you? And you're not alone in this. And and I hope the same for the movie, man. And, uh, I can't thank you enough, dude, as a friend for doing that for me. Cause it was one of those seminal moments in a lifetime of like a friendship changing your life for the better. And, uh, I, you know, I, I could never uh, give you something back in return for that kind of gift because I got to live a dream. I got to live a total dream off of a, off of your intention of an action followed by a, a phone call. So again, thank you for, I can never even thank it. Thank you wasn't enough. So I, I just, just want to, I'll be saying that till I'm dead, dude. Like I always owe you for that. And, um, you know, you always be my brother for many reasons, but like, that's, that's a seminal, um, moment that speaks a lot to your character and who you are as a, you know, a human, a friend, a brother. And, um, yeah, man, that was, that was just a dream. It was a total dream. And I hope, I hope, I hope that like, for for that piece, when when you see it, when anyone sees it, if, if one person sees it and feels like they're not alone, and also like, you know, this is what it was like. You know, we we really had an intention of that, of uh, digging and finding what it was like. What are the what were the real things going on, and um, how a lot of people grow up, and and there's no guilt to pass around, and and um, you know, it's a shared thing, and I just hope I hope I hope the same. And I hope, uh, I hope that, I hope that, I hope that you look at the people around you more with some love and, and you treat yourself with that same kind of love. I think, I just, I hope that you, uh, yeah, I hope that there's, there's just uh, a few more ounces of love in your heart at the end of it. Like for, for, for what, for the hand you were given, I hope that, I hope that your, your hand looks a bit brighter and I hope you don't blame anything on your hand and I hope you make the best of your hand. That's what I hope for the movie. Yeah. You are here podcast. Boom. My last question is a wayward kin 2024. <laughs> oh man. It better be. <laughs> I hope so. 2024? This is some catastrophe. Yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, you know, you make plans, God laughs. That's right. I That's mean, right. It's it's it. God willing, is honor uh, in a few months. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think we're in a great spot. It's, I love it. It's really close mm. to being being ready. You've got a couple months, uh, and then it's it's going to be you know dates, dates and locations and all that. But we'll have a movie and we'll be able to share it. Mm. 
It has felt very good. Yeah, man. Any last words before we go? Oh, man. Well, I um, appreciate you saying that. That was, that was great. Um, it's, it's one of those crazy moments. Like, you know, uh, sitting, sitting down with Adam a few months ago. Shout out Adam Paulstone. We got to get him on the pod. Adam Paulstone. Yeah, shout Adam out. Adam Paulstone, mutual friend, also a filmmaker. I've worked with him a bit. He directed a music video, acted in a few Love you, ago. Adam. Great subject. Um, we were talking about writing. We're talking about just principles of writing. We're just kind of talking about it. And um, at the end of a meeting, we were walking outside and, and, you know, we had been talking about premise. We had been talking about are you dying to express with a story? Can you put it into a debatable premise? And he was like, it's dude, this, it's not this. He was like, dude, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, you know, but it's this, it's this thing. It's, 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 I, I know it, but I can't say it. And I was like, if you could have the words, there'd be no point to make a movie. Mm-hmm. You're a filmmaker, man. Like, you're trying to express something to someone else that words alone will not communicate. So, that being said, my, I couldn't respond with words to, to what, yeah. what hearing you say that makes me feel and what it means to me. Um, and I think you know, you know, you know, based on my actions and based on my experiences, how I feel and what I would do um, and just do it all over again. It was the best. It was the freaking best. (laughs) It was so amazing. And I just feel like we got to experience something that was just divinely orchestrated. And so I'm just like, please, God, let me and this movie be a tool of goodness, a vessel of love for others. So I love that you said that because that's truly, truly how it felt. Even at times when we would get a little bit self-seeking again, yeah. I just felt like God was funny. I'd be like, hey, no. And we'd be like, okay, uh, I hear you. That's fine. No, you're, you're in charge. Um, and, and so, yeah, man, I just, the feeling is, is definitely mutual. Um, I just, uh, yeah, man, I just feel grateful. I feel very blessed. The first thing that came to mind when you were like, what do you, if one person, like, whatever, it was like, I just want other filmmakers to be like, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this too. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that the film m- makes them feel less alone so that they can be motivated enough to take that chance, to take that leap, to say, I think I can do this. Because we're literally there to help you. It, it is not, let's get on the stage and flaunt around and That's be right. like, we did it. Like, we did it. Mm-hmm. Like, day one, I said, we were running late in the elevator. And you, me, and Katie were there. And I was like, do I have this checklist? This, 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 this. Everybody's waiting on us. We got to get. I was like, we, I, I, we got this. We got this. We got this. And you just were like, God's got this. Very calm. God's got this. And I was like, oh, right. Mm, yes so it's like that like it was something bigger than just like our willpower it wasn't that Uh, but I want other other people to feel in whatever way they want to make a movie that it's possible to that's right uh, and I'll 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 be doing I'll be trying to help other artists and filmmakers express themselves using the elements of film and storytelling uh, 
the rest of my life till I'm dead. It's just, I know I've been called to do that. And so I'm just, I really hope people watch it and go, he's, oh, did it. I got it. I can do it. <laughs> and just be like, I'm here to help you do your thing your way. It's not me That's dictating right. and making choices and all that. No, no, no. You're going to get in touch with your instincts, your inner voice, your expression, and you're going to tell it your way. And, and uh, we're going to help you do that. That's right. Yeah. Anytown Pictures. Anytown Pictures, Anytown Actors Lab, all over the place, man. Um, guys, thank you so much thank for you, listening. I'm proud of you guys. Love you guys. Thank you, brother. Love you. Um, if we do not see anyone, if we don't see you by the time the holidays pass. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. Happy all of them. I wanted to say it because we, we never get the timing right. So, we Merry never Christmas. Happy holidays. Big shout out from Teddy on the table right now. High five. I <clears throat> love everyone. My name is Mike. And I'm signing out. My name is Dave. I love y'all. Please be kind to yourself. Please be kind to one another. You can do it. Um, I'm Adam. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Boom. Mm. That's how the boys Say it. do it. Say it. Good job. That was great.